BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserves, deserves, deserves. We're the word, 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 word association. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserves, deserves, deserves. We're the word, 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 word association. Land ho, everyone off the ship, everyone off the ship. Uh, of course, it's me, Adorify. We're also joined by Koala Lions here and Bobcat Rob White. Uh, I guess I'm Adora Fox. How do we feel about those animals? Is that fun? Uh, I mean, I guess Bobcat. Were we supposed to bring it. Were we supposed to bring another one, like a two by two, like Noah's Ark boat situation? Uh, yes, I know Noah's Ark. Of course, every carpenter had to bring a two by two because um, they were going to build. They're going to build they another, build arc, another on the arc. arc. I mean, what the fuck yeah. are you going to do? The rain stopped. Can yeah. I edit so, mine? Can I tweak mine just a touch? Rob, can I apologize? Yeah. I meant to say Rob, uh, Robcat. Oh, that's Robcat, pretty good. Like a Bobcat, like a Robcat, but I yeah. misspoke because I'm, oh. so I'm so used to saying the actual animal and not, hmm. um, and not your name. Okay. It, well, how about, can I make it two edits now that you said that? Can I do, can I be Robcat Goldwhite? Even better. Oh my God. We've, how about we've done it. Robin yeah. Not Thick? Total pivot, but also I good, mean, Brett. He's kind of an animal. <laughs> I mean, he's well, I mean, the reason we crashed. Lines. It's blurred lines. It's blurred lines. <laughs> the reason uh, our boat has stopped is because we crashed on the shores because we were called to land by the siren song of our guest today. Please welcome, I want to say, Cat Young, Matt Young. Hey, Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. Oh, Cat good. Young. That's good. And Matt. Uh, legally, we have to um, notify of this. We did find out two episodes ago, three episodes ago, that Brett is a koala bear. So just know that. that. Oh, that um, tracks. That makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. Um, I I just want to ask a follow up question to something you said earlier already, Adel. Um, yeah, you're so used to saying Bobcat. <laughs> well, that's a what, really good follow. What could question. that possibly? That's mean? a great follow up question. Well, here's what I'll say. I went to grade school in Neponset, <laughs> Illinois, and we were the Fighting Bobcats. Ah, so and I, and, and now into your forties, you're still talking about that all the time. He sings wow. the fight song. He sings yeah. the fight song like wow. every week. Matt just casually saying my age. <laughs> yeah. I the worst part is the fight year, song. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> Interesting. The fight song was sung by Bobcat Goldthwait, so it's like, oh. let's go, Bobcats. 
Okay. So I, Matt, I, we gotta win this game. We gotta throw the ball downfield. <laughs> That's if you've never seen Hot to Trot. It's a lot of a. <laughs> I think um, a lot of people don't know the impersonation that we're doing right now, and I can't wait for them to look it up. If I've never seen Hot to Trot, come on. Give it's me a uh, Bobcat Goldthwait and I think a horse that can talk. Matt, because you said I'm mm-hmm. in my 40s, which is, I've been trying to hide that my entire podcast career. You totally fucked me. Sorry. Because you did that, I'm going to fuck you. No, it's fine. I just Googled net worth of Matt Young, and I just want everyone, <laughs> oh, God. I want everyone to know out there in the podcast land. Can't be a thing. Um, Google has it nailed down at an approximation of $100,000 to $1 million. <laughs> nice. That's a good range. That's a good wow. range. Wow, so, I, didn't even, I didn't even think I would register on that. Are you sure it's me? There are a lot of guys named Matt. Yeah. Uh, now that you say that, it says place of birth, California, occupation, baseball Not player. Me. This is a yeah. different Matt. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no I mean, I mean back in your Mariners glory days. days. No, back in your glory days, you were definitely could throw the ball around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could throw the ball around. I can I see Matt anymore. as a catcher, like, uh, squatting down and then standing up and flipping off his mask and, like, charging the mound or something. I could see that. I don't know why he charges his own pitcher. That's yes. a really good. That's because he keeps throwing the ball at me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what are you doing, man? <laughs> the fish was like, catch the ball. You're like, what is hey, your asshole? fucking problem? Stop throwing that doing? ball at me. You threw that so fast, right at me. There's a guy in front of me with a bat. I'm trying to protect myself from him. Then I get a ball in the head. It's only the Help other team. The, the other team's bench starts to clear, and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute. No, no, that's they're fighting each other. Never mind. Let's sit back down. <laughs> that's." And We're then fine. the other team's that catcher seems to have a real attitude problem about <laughs> just doing his job. And then the other team's bench goes clear, which is mean they all convert to Scientology. <laughs> right. Whoa. Yeah, pretty intense. Well, speaking of Scientology, Matt, welcome Wait, to what? the Church of Words. Oh, no. Um. Oh, yeah, we're we're the Church of Words, and I'm going to go ahead and start us off. And my word that I'm bringing to the table today is carnival. I think it's just very fun to say. It's carnival. also associated with, I think, usually a good time. What do you guys think of carnival? Yeah, I think it's associated with, it can be associated with a good time. It's associated with a certain type of folk, I think, right? So I think now there's like that, the, yeah. I mean, I is think there's like- Is that considered a bad word? Is that considered a slur? Folk? No, no, no. No, Come the on. other oh. word, the carny, carny. <laughs> oh, carny. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, are you folking kidding me? No, I think, um, yeah, I think the employees have sort of one thing, but I think it's fun to go to. So there is fun associated with it. Mm-hmm. It's a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. Can we say sure. that? Does that work? <laughs> I don't I think s- anyone has to. No. <laughs> I would say 20 years ago when we went as uh, younger folks, I, I, I think it was better than what it seems now. Because now it seems scary and dangerous because they haven't come up with any new rides. There's well, they no have new carnival rides, and they're yeah. kind of just recycling the ones that we went on yes. like 25 years ago. And now you only see stories about like, you know, local tilt-a-whirl crashes and, you know, someone gets injured. I think all the rides got built in 1981 and <laughs> yeah. that that was it. They were done. Who's, said, who's, who's building rides in the year 2023? A year in which <laughs> Adel Rafai is in his 40s. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was never at carnivals. I, I was never the big ride person because it was always like tilt. It was like. The zipper, which I think is the scariest one, which is basically just like they just put you in a pot and it just spins over and over again. There was also the wheel of fire, which well, was on. just that circle. Wheel of fire. I don't remember that one. These might uh, all be regional. 
I think you saw a Johnny Cash concert. Um, <laughs> no, was <laughs> is is the zipper? Is that the one? Because I remember one that was kind of looked like a UFO, and you would go inside. You would Gravitron. stand up. Again. Okay, and that's Megatron's wife. Yes. No, but you I love the Gravitron. You would go inside, and you would stand up against a wall, and then it would spin. And as mm. you spun, the floor would drop out. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, that has to be very dangerous. And then some, and I was probably eleven. And then some carny like sat me down and was like, do you know about physics? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> You're missing a finger. Uh-huh. And he's like, the physics I got some questions you. to ask yeah. you. How does this machine work? <laughs> yeah. A guy who looked like Steve's on uh, during a rough patch. No, um, the, gra- the, the, the zipper, as I know it, was like a tower with almost like gondola baskets that were all like caged oh, it- in. And like you, it would just, you would just, it would just turn and you would just be like spinning. You would just be spinning the whole time. And that looked terrifying to oh, me. Oh, like, like a zipper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's where they got the name. That's where they got yeah. the name. Right? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah. My uh, favorite part of coming home from a long day's work is I take out my little crank. I put it on my zipper. I turn it real fast to undo my pants. Um, That's I how always, it works. I was I never was, a ride guy. I couldn't, no. as a kid, I would always get nauseous. I'd always get sick. Uh, so I couldn't do it. And then as an adult, I came around and I was like, Six Flags, let's go to Six Flags and go in Superman the Ride or whatever. That and feels like, a lot safer. I it feel feels like a lot safer. There's it's a lot different. of security mm-hmm. track checks and there's a lot of people that maybe should be working that. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, just for, foreigners from Ireland working at Six Flags because that's what they have to bring in town now to work there in Disney or whatever. Um, right. But it feels safer. I but agree now, with you. I, but now I'm 180. I, I don't. I don't want to go on a ride anymore. Wow. I'm in my 40s. Matt's 180. Everyone, you heard it here first. <laughs> Matt, I do want to ask. You're a you're a comic book aficionado. Would it sure. make a good issue? Is this something maybe we should collaborate on? If there's an episode of Superman where someone dies on the Superman roller coaster Ooh. and he is just like devastated and he's like, I've been so focused on fighting crime that. I didn't realize my own branding, my own sort of reach with with uh, my popularity and image has caused someone pain or strife or you know, uh, loss. Yeah. I mean, actually, I don't know that they've ever, of all the 80 plus whatever fucking years of Superman there are, uh, a lot of which are very boring. I don't, they, the in world, there definitely are points where like you see people have sur- Superman merchandise. Like it's a mm-hmm. thing in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know if anyone's ever talked about, like, does he make money off that? Because nobody's supposed to know who he is. Like, who's licensing that? Is Can he sue them? Like, yeah, yeah there needs that needs to be a whole arc for My sure. My favorite year of him was when he was Superman and he just uh, managed buildings around town. Yeah, that's oh, a good Oh, yeah, one. the super. Yeah. It was him and Joe Pesci, I think. Him and uh, Joe Pesci was I, Superman. That's a great movie. I think also if he, if Superman does that, if we do that comic, I also think it should, the end, the reveal should be, the person didn't really die on the roller coaster. The Six Flags mascot, which is a terrifying old man who dances to the Venga Boys in a bow tie and suit, should be the villain. And and they did something. Whoa. What if all the money went to an LLC and the LLC stands for Lex Luthor Corporation? <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. That and sucks. He's, and he's profiting all the... He's actually... It's a long con. He's making all the money off of Superman. Makes okay, a lot of sense. Evil Empire. Matt, you're also a Star Trek fan. What if we took Khan and he was in some device and he got elongated and that's a long con and he's in a sort of a fun thing. It's a visual gag. Matt, I'm sorry that you came on here. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> 
question to go back to carnival now do we are carnivals always traveling or can they be fixed is there like a fixed location Wait. carnival or do they typically always travel i think they're traveling all the time because de- i'm just wondering I mean, if the it, definition it, extends to both or stay or neuter your carnivals um, please it's an amusement oh park if it's fixed, right? Yes, it's a, yes, right. It is. right. Well, yeah. is it, but is there a size though? Is there a point where the size tips to amusement park, but if it's smaller, it could be a carnival, uh, like village yeah. to town kind of thing? I don't know. I would I'm say not, two parking know. lot, two parking lots worth of space is a carnival. Yeah. Whenever I hear carnival, I picture that it's like it's being set up in a, a space for a couple of weeks and then it goes somewhere else. It's yes. not. I like agree. A, I, I agree. It's inherently transient. Yes. Yeah. 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 You don't mm-hmm. have to pay to get in. You have to pay once you're in. You have to so pay you to buy get tickets out. and stuff. You got to pay to get out tickets and stuff like that. Where I feel like an amusement park, you got to pay just to get in, and then everything's covered. Although recently, I feel like, and I don't know if it's like a branding thing or what's going on, but I feel like anytime I see some sort of carnival on the side of the road, or there's some publication, or people are talking about it word of mouth, it's always there's a fair in town, and then the fair has has a carnival, or I don't know if those are the same thing, but it has carnival rides in it. So fair seems to be the new terminology that people are mostly using. Yeah. Fair, though, indicates to me that there'd be some element of, having grown up in downstate Illinois, indicates to me there's some element of like, people come and show their cows. Yeah, some, you know, I was yeah. thinking animals Or maybe there's well. like art yeah. for sale as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. yeah. There's more of like a commerce or showcasing of products, sort of. Mm-hmm. Related what is to everyone's favorite carnival food? Mm. I uh, I mean, I love the funnel cake elephant ear. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, always my go-to. And when I, worked at, when I worked at the carnival, that's what I made. I made the elephant ears. Hold the fuck on. Why are we just now getting to the I, fact that you yeah, worked at a what? carnival? Why didn't well, that, because, why wasn't it the first thing you said? Well, because it was, at, at, first of all, it, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't called a carnival. It was called the Fall Fest. Similar kind of like fair-ish type thing, but it was definitely brought into town by carnival workers. And then I I worked in like we had a Boy Scout booth, you know. They so had we didn't Boy travel Scouts with the, frying dough. Yeah, we didn't travel with the carnival, but like when the carnival came to town, and this is kind of falls into then the fair aspect of it. Like then locals would join in and have their own booths and stuff like that. So we were in charge of the elephant ears, the potato. Oh, spiral um, potato. Spiral potatoes, which fantastic. We just had a guy made a thing where you just put the potato on the end of a drill and then you pushed it into a pencil sharpener, basically, and it made that spiral super quick. And then we did lemonade shakeups. How the Girl, old Scouts, the Girl Scouts did the potato spirals, right? Were they frying those? I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, don't know. Um, I was probably 12, 13. You were too young to be operating a fire fryer. Agree, for sure. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> Agree. Yeah. No way. You man. shouldn't be. You shouldn't be around hot oil now. <laughs> I had a job. This is not fair related, but it made me think of this. I, I worked at Dairy Queen for a couple summers, like right out of high school, mm. and uh, I would work on the grill for I don't know whatever two summers that I was there, and I I was only like seventeen, and I came to find out I was not supposed to be legally working. <laughs> There at all. That sounds about right. On the grill. So if I made you sick in 1992, I'm sorry. (laughs) I would please someone email us twapod at gmail.com and have a claim against Matt. Or if somebody ever had an undercooked elephant ear given to them by a 12-year-old, let us know too. Possibly. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
Uh, I would say, uh, Brett, you just mentioned it. I think my number one food, it's not, it's a, it's a drink. Lemon shakeups are my number one. And I can't really, I know they have probably more sugar than lemonade and I know oh, they're yeah. shaken, but I can't really distinguish why they taste so much better than just plain lemonade. Uh, it's, I mean, it straight up was water and then we would squeeze two whole lemons in it and then we would put a teaspoon of sugar in it or a tablespoon of sugar in it, shake it up, send it out. Yeah, I didn't think there's a secret ingredient, but I just could explain well, just why. You know, why? Just let what, you know the what actual the, ingredients for it. And what why the you catalyst it so much. was. Uh, I'll also say, Brett, because you didn't bring up that you were a carny, I also Googled your net worth. Here's Brett Lyons' net worth. Google says one to $5 million. Wow. And then I took another look, and it says profession, hockey player. <laughs> yeah. There's a Brett Lyons Real. hockey player? Is there? Yeah. I know yeah. there's, a doctor, there's a doctor, Brett Lyons. I know that, and it ain't me. I'm scared to Google Rob White, so we won't do that. Uh, speaking of uh, Brett Lines, Brett, why don't we go ahead and get to your word? Okay. Crazy enough, I did not know your word previously, but my word is coaster. Oh. oh. Wow. Serendipity. I, very. Yeah. And I, I'm going to go with, you know, yeah, we can certainly go with uh, amusement park rides, but I'm right away thinking about, you know, protecting wood surfaces. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what know? I was thinking. And that or somebody who just doesn't put a lot of effort into life and just kind of gets by. <laughs> what is the gap? Two things that I think of. So there's, I'm thinking of two types of people and they have the same goal, but there's a wide chasm between them. So if you put down a coaster to protect your table, you're mm-hmm. obviously concerned about wood. Mm-hmm. If you tie or chain yourself to a tree so that the, um, they can't cut it down, you're also mm-hmm. concerned about wood. What is the chasm between those two things? person protecting one is like it's a downed tree that they're protecting i think they're just yeah. after different things you've already the tree that you're protecting from a coaster is is dead it's okay. it's furniture didn't uh, expect a real answer but thank you Rick. sorry yeah i don't know there's probably one guy who loves a stick and sleeps with it every night <laughs> yeah. busted <laughs> um, okay so how do we think this guy met this stick uh we're, we're talking like he was picking up sticks for for like kindling do we think he uh, it was on his front porch? Do we think his dog brought it to him after he threw a ball? And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's think, this sexy thing? <laughs> I think it was in his yard. There was a tree in his yard and yeah. lightning hit it. And rather than make a bat out of it, he's okay. like, you know what? I'm going to sleep with this thing. Yeah. And it's a sizable stick. It's a good like walking stick size mm-hmm. stick. Yeah. Like yeah. it's something you can really. And all the doctors your... know him in town because they got to take splinters out of his dick. Yeah. Yeah. Weekly. Yeah, you got to be able to get your meat hooks on it for sure. <laughs> what do you think a meat hook is, Matt? <laughs> What's the shape of your penis? Isn't that my hand? Isn't my hand when I cup it? Isn't that a meat hook? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I don't need that visual. Um, now, what, me cupping my what, hands? What weird yes. would I do with that? I don't know. I just said like when you did both of them. It just looked look, too Just look. Everyone, no one can look. see this except for you, Brett. The, the, I know, but the, I just is an audio people know that I can see it, and I don't like it. You look like a Lego um, figure. Nothing drives me ins- more insane than coaster on the table and it's there to protect the wood. But then your glass is sweating and you pick it up and the coaster comes with it mm-hmm. and then it falls off and, sh- and rattles around and then the water and then the wood gets on the water anyways. I, There's I don't, nothing you hate more than that. Yeah, I that's... really dislike it. I really dislike it. I, I take issue when it with comes that. To, when it comes to protecting <laughs> yeah. my wood. Yes. We are going to write this down. We are 
uh, making a list. And Brett, if you ever bring up anything you say you hate more, we will uh, take That's it. That's fine. We'll put your we'll put your feet yeah. to the fire about That's it. That's fine. I hate a lot of things. A lot of things just really peeve me out, and I put them on the level of hate because I like when things work as they are supposed to. I, even though I won't be on this show every week, I want to be on that Google Doc and constantly checking it. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, uh, but that does happen. But, you know, I think after it happens once, you just have to put one finger down on the coaster and lift it up with the uh, absolutely you, ha- you have not. to adjust. You have to adjust to the, no to the circumstances. It should work how yeah. it's supposed to be working. It, it does. Corks. If, if yeah, water. So there's science behind that. I'm sure of it. One year for Christmas, my aunt gave me a set of stone coasters, the big letter Y on them for my last name. And... I think they're pretty ugly, but I've used them for the last 10 years regardless. I still have them. <laughs> and every time I look at them, I'm like, I don't really like those. Stone is intense. That's but an I intense I don't hate coaster them more than too, anything yeah. else, Brett. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. but the, uh, to, to the credit, like, though, it's does, just a good product that you don't... No, stone doesn't stick. Stone I feel like stone would, would battle. I think that's a no, good solution for you, I have Brett. some that like are like pictures of places that I like in Chicago and it was like obviously it was a photo and then it was like acrylic on top of it and the acrylic what are know, some of the places that you like in Chicago that you have pictures of hot coasters. dogs hot okay. dogs is one of them all right okay. uh carols the country western did you uh, make these park. coasters or was this a set the it was alley a behind set. the old I.O. uh yeah. <laughs> well, fu- funny enough the guy who made them lived it was my next door neighbor when I did live behind the old I.O. But yeah, no, it's just a yeah. He's just he's a local Chicago photographer. He actually oh, did cool. all the photographs that used to be in that Starbucks that was right behind IO. So all that oh, yeah. and stuff like There's that. So of, that's right. Then he did a, he had a like, business where he would take all his Chicago photos and you could pick and choose and make a set of four. So I did I did that. But uh, something- I love the photos. They suck as coasters, unfortunately. Yeah. Something I want to bring up. So Matt, you're talking about your uh, aunt gave you uh, monogrammed coasters. We're the the four of us have all spent time in World News Tonight, the uh, improv show. Not too long ago, I want to say this is like a month ago or so. Uh, Rob and I were both at a World News Tonight Christmas in July party, and everyone kind of brought dishes and everything. And Rob sets down a plate, uh, and I can't remember what was on it. I think it was like uh, uh, macarons or something. It was some delectable little French snack. And oh, yeah, macarons, I think is that what macarons. I don't. My uh, wife I, put that together. Yes, yes, me. yes. Yeah. So I'm having some, other people are having some, and as they're being plucked off the plate, I start to see letters uh, um, unveiled, and I start to shift the cookies off the or to the side of the plate, and right in the smack, it's a very beautiful plate, very large plate, and right smack in the middle, it just says, the whites, and I could not stop laughing, <laughs> and then Rob, well, Rob, why don't you tell us the, the origin of that? Yeah, it was a wedding gift from one of my wife's friends, and uh, there's no time to ever bring that plate out or use it. But no, uh, there <laughs> no, really no, isn't ever. No. But I thought, like, for what well, my wife was very smart in thinking, what this is the perfect opportunity to bring this plate out to bring it to a world news party and just have that revealed because it is. It's actually a Chicago plate. It has like the Ferris wheel, Navy Pier. There's like, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like a, you know, it's got a, bo- a Chicago border, and then whoever's last name just gets put in the middle and. For ours, it just says the whites. And she didn't even take my last name, but it is really funny. And now it's at least got a purpose. So, yeah, I mean, still have it. It's a pretty great gag. It's a great uh, gag. Yeah. Uh, for a party with a bunch of improvisers. Yep. Other yeah, than that, sure. yeah, that's you should it. definitely that's throw it. that in yep. the trash. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's pretty sad that you call it a Chicago plate, but the two big landmarks on it are the Ferris wheel and Navy Pier. 
Uh, oh no, the Ferris wheel at Navy. That's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. There, okay. there are other things. It's it the does not have carols. Yeah, the alley behind <laughs> I.O. Uh, absolutely. Now, when you brought it home, did you do some whitewashing on it? Uh, no, honestly, it, it did not get used for a long time, Brett. Um, there really so, wasn't a. So, in general, let's take the temperature in the room. Monograms, yes or no? No, I would say towels only. Towels only. Okay. Yes. Other than that, Rob says no. Brett, yeah, what do I you don't think? think I have. Um, I say no because I believe if we did a, a monogram, if we did me and Mary, it would be BM. Um, so, um, <laughs> but, you, but you, who doesn't put that and, on a towel because yeah, they'll yeah. be ruined. Also, oh, or it would BM be DM, or it would be DMB. So it would be Dave Matthews Band if we put Daddy's name on there. So it's either shit or piss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's either shit or piss. I guess both are shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, they I dump they dump pee or poop. Sorry, Matt. Uh both. Uh, it was a combination. Yeah, it was just the septic tank out of their van. So all of it. So that's I don't another... want a monogram on anything personally. Yeah. I can't think yeah. of an item. I could, I guess a, if somebody gives you a, a monogram pen. I don't I, I don't know what it would be. Like a ha- people like a monogram handkerchief, thing, but I don't ever thing use a handkerchief. Bathroom towels, like bathroom like washing mm-hmm. towels mm-hmm. or like um you know, a towel that you have like hanging on the oven in the kitchen. I think that's about that's that's as far as I want to go if I did have monograms. Yeah, I and it's fine if that people... says the whites. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine if you have it, if it's what you right. want. <laughs> yeah. I just personally am like, I know who I yeah. am. Right. Yes, I don't need right. to be reminded or Same. figure it out again. Yeah. yeah. I guess maybe I I have no idea what I'm talking about always, but specifically, I guess back in like the forties, fifties, sixties, if you bought a handkerchief, it's like Oh, there's like one company that makes handkerchiefs. And so they all look the same. And so it's like, put my initials as JPP, you know? So you want some sort of like, if, if people are putting them on a table or something, you want to be able to know which one is yours. But yeah. at this point in time, it seems like such a unnecessary, costly expense that it's just oh, idiotic. Yeah. Right? yeah also, it's definitely a vestige of something else that we don't yes. need anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there was a time where like, I think. Probably in like the 80s, 90s, people used to bring their own coffee cup to work and just leave it there. And there would you'd open it up and there'd be like just a communal area where all coffee cups were. And I guess you would want maybe something with your name on it. So people knew that's your cup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At my old office that closed, the physical space closed during the pandemic. Uh, the company's still the same. I did. We did have, it was a smaller startup company originally. And it, um, I did bring a couple of mugs there, but I always had like a Spider-Man mug. And it was like, well, if I see someone else using my Spider-Man mug, I know they stole my fucking mug. Now with and Spider-Man. You, and you'd know, you'd get like spider senses. You'd be like, yeah, someone, someone's drinking out of my fucking, fucking mug. I don't know if you guys had this, but I always, every office job I ever had, I brought nothing to work because my thing was if I ever, I've never really been fired before, but if I ever was, I never wanted to have to carry a box. I just wanted to be like, I'll see you guys later and just leave. Not to carry anything. Nobody has to know. I don't know if maybe that was more of a movies trope, but just seeing the guy like walking down the sidewalk, holding the box and has like a plant sticking out of it. Mm. You know, I don't know. I've always wanted to avoid that. Everyone probably just thought at work you were like just a serial killer or something that just didn't have any emotion. <laughs> like, why does Rob just sit in a blank wall cubicle and he doesn't have anything and he won't tell us anything about himself? That part's true too. I used to put out, I worked at the Chicago water plant, which is right, speaking of Chicago landmarks, which is just a few, like a hundred feet north of Navy Pier. And it also juts out into the water. Uh, That's the place that I worked at that when I started there, they're like, hey, just so you know, this is in the top three targets 
uh, for terrorism in the United States. And I was like, what? Huh? what? Because that plant supplies the water or uh, uh, affects the water of like 22 to 25 million people because it's Chicago, greater Chicago area, northern Indiana and somewhere else. And so by volume, it's like the largest sourced oh. water in the U.S., whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I started working there, I had to get like this badge and then there's a gate and then you get up and there's another checkpoint and then you have to do like a fingerprint. It was like a whole thing. And I, w- I would just get in there and be on the computer doing like admin work. Like it was just dumb. Wow. Um, did, you ever very ha- did you ever have to fight the Joker off? <laughs> he d- did come down in a chopper and I knew it was him because the chopper had his face with a big smile and then the, the pane yeah. of glass was, was just gives it away. Yeah. You um, shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he threw a playing card that had, I can't remember, it had some sort of powder on it. Um, what is that? That is it I- Iocane powder? Princess, but yeah, so I had that, okay. powder. So he threw it, um, but a gust of wind blew it back into his chopper and it exploded. Oh, I thought you were going to say Augustus Galoot. Oh, and I thought you were talking about Augusta, like in the golf club in Georgia. I stopped listening. That Augusta. Okay, wind. exactly. Oh, Matt, you had a prime example, prime time, Matt. You could add one more Augusta thing and you just couldn't, you couldn't throw it in. There. Didn't have it. Didn't, Didn't have it. it. So I had to, I had to zag. Oh, but what I was going to say is when I worked, <laughs> when I worked there, um, yeah, I didn't bring anything in terms of decorating my office uh, or my desk. And I, I worked there for maybe two and a half years, but I did at some point bring out, I was like, I should have a little people stop by my desk, but have a little candy bowl. And what would happen that I eventually took it away from after a few months, took it down. What would happen is all these people would come up to me and like hit their fists on the table and be like, burr, 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 and be like, Hey, how's, uh, how's it go? Like, did you see, do you see that, that crazy cloud outside or just make the dumbest small talk? They'd be like, I was coming into work and I saw a license plate that said like tip top. And I was like, wow, what is going on here? And then they would like be like, oh, candy. And they grab two or three pieces oh. and then they'd be like, I'll see you later. And then the next person would come up and be like, hey, hey, oh, you're wearing blue. You know, blue is uh, <laughs> whatever. And I'm like, uh-huh. And they'd be like, oh, candy. Is this, oh, is this candy for everyone? And I'm like, it's pushed to the lip of my desk. What do you think? So it's just, it became this catalyst for small talk. And I, I hate small talk, so I eventually uh, broke it. I know that a lot of people work remote now, but if you work in an office, I highly recommend that you get a candy dish like Adel did. Mm-hmm. Put it as close to the edge of your desk as you can and say, but put a little sign by it that mm-hmm. says, feel free to take some, but you know you can buy your own, right? <laughs> <laughs> Once you hit a certain age, it is insane to be like, whoa. I can Free buy a bag candy. Of candy. Wow. Because <laughs> as a kid, you're like, this is truly a effort. This is a lot of effort, a lot of money I don't have. I don't know if you had this in offices, but whenever somebody would bring in like a dozen donuts or like the baked good day, just seeing, you know, if I was just hanging out in the kitchen, seeing everybody walks in with like the same approach of like, oh, what do we have here? Oh, <laughs> yes. No, I shouldn't. No, you know, I should. Well, uh, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to do it. And they'll either take a full donut or they will cut it in half and then later come back to get the other half. Uh, like that process, just watching it repeat itself over and over and over again was always really fascinating for me. We worked in a, when I worked at the White Sox, someone would always bring in donuts. Um, and there was also a guy who would bring in a White Castle Crave case every once in a while. Wow. Which is just wild. Interesting. But um, we had a strict no cutting donut policy. One oh, guy oh, in the office smart. hated, hated when a donut was cut. So yeah. it was just like there was a sign on the wall that said, take the whole donut. You cannot cut this donut <laughs> because he what, would be livid. What Brett just said made me think, Rob, why don't you just put OX on the end of your plate? 
Oh, nice. Go White Sox. Oh, that's the, I'm great, sorry, the White Sox. The, the White, White Sox. Sox. That's a great... <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Then it's a conversation starter. That's a really good... <laughs> yeah, just just get a Sharpie and... I can bring it to mm-hmm. way more parties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a Cubs house. Get the fuck this, out! Yeah, right. It's even more... Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to make Rob go ahead and do that on air. We're going to take a quick break while he does, and we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to the Word Association. To start things off for this second half here, I did Google Rob White net worth. Uh, Google says Rob it. White is worth approximately one hundred thousand to one million dollars, which I guess I think it. is what they put for everyone. But then I looked and it says nationality British, occupation TikTok star. TikTok. Oh, star. all right. Well, not wow. a, a big TikTok star. Clearly, if it's only a hundred k. But I would, as generic as my name is, I was really hoping there would be somebody more successful than you should look up Throb White. No, I'm not. You look I'm up not, Throb I mean, White and see what I'm the, not doing that to my search net, history. Yeah. See what the net girth is on Throb <laughs> White. Girth. Rob, Rob, do you think my name or your name is more generic? That's a good. Oh, Ooh, it's a real toss up. It's a real wow. toss up. It's a real yeah, toss up. It really boy. is. I mean, there. I yeah. I don't. I honestly don't I know. Would actually, I'd vote Matt. I think. I think a. I think a young is more. I think I see young more than white. Maybe slightly more common. Slightly more. Yeah. I mean, they're but both. I mean, we're neck just, and neck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Google either one of us and, and do you go, meet a lot of other Rob Whites in your real life? No, no, no? Uh, no. Have you met Matt Young's? I have not met them in person. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I have been, uh, I've worked at places that were big enough that other Matt Young's, mm-hmm. I get their emails sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I've had to have email addresses that are like Matt Young two or whatever right to like not uh get their email i would say about 15 10 years ago i started a facebook group where i just friended all the other brett lines that were on facebook that's a pretty good idea how's that going but it had to be correct spelling had to be two t's and you all went to january 6th together we well we went to the we went on the 7th we went on the 7th to clean up oh that's nice oh good that's a nice thing matt i will say that's that's almost fucking brilliant because then they're like, we're looking for Brett Lyons. And it's like, you'll, you'll catch some of us, but a you'll lot of us are getting away. Get <laughs> I will say the craziest thing, and then we'll get into Rob's word. The craziest thing ever was I was friends with two girls in high school. And then 10 years later, they just so happened to come to IO and saw a show I was in. And they were there with a friend they had met at college. And that friend's name was Brett Lines. Wow. Weird. And he that showed me weird. his ID. They showed me it was confirmed. I saw his driver's license. It was just so bizarre. It's like Lincoln and Kennedy and all their similarities. Uh, very quickly before Rob says his word, I'll <laughs> also say, Matt, speaking of Matt Young and people who have your name, maybe three and a half years ago, my life became a living fucking hell because Gemma's cousin, uh, and she never really in our relationship never brought him up before, but as we approached the wedding, 
Gemma's cousin is named Matt Young. He lives in Australia. Oh. And so she started, we were like sitting down for blah, blah, blah. And she showed me the, the uh, seating chart for the wedding. And it was Matt Young seated with like her mom and, what, and her uncle or whatever. And I'm like, why are we putting Matt over. with, I'm like, can we put Matt with Arnie? Or like, what are we doing? And she's like, that's my cousin. I'm like, your cousin's full name is Matt Young. And since then, she'll be like, oh my God, Matt Young, like he crashed his car. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh my God, is he, I, I'll give him a text. And she's like, why would you text my cousin? I'm like, say your cousin, stop saying Matt Young. I um, forgot. Sorry. I did meet another Matt Young at your wedding. That's right. Yes, it's yes. Uh, Rob, what is your word today? All right. My word, I'm going to go with, uh, I guess, an emotion or a feeling. I don't know. Just because I think it's fun to say. I'm going to go flabbergasted. Ooh. Flabbergasted. I'd like to yeah. throw some throw some syllables out there. See what we can I do mean, with that it. That is a long word. It's a long word. That Thankfully, when I wrote it down, it auto-filled in and I didn't have to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long word that I got. I, I definitely would have gotten wrong. Would any of you ever say, or, or has there been a time in your life where you feel like you were actually flabbergasted by something? Is that actually a, an emotional state you've been in? That's a great... I was actually thinking about that when I thought to bring this word, if I've ever actually been flabbergasted. And also thinking about, does it have a negative connotation, a positive connotation? Can it be both? Is it more like you're just like... Fl I mean... Could it be like uh, a, a teenager saying, hey, dad, I'm pregnant? You could be flabbergasted there, right? Or if it could be, you know, receiving some kind of news that's kind of positive, you could be flabbergasted. Do you, I don't know. I don't it's, know the answer. It's more than surprised. Right. It's sillier than flummoxed. <laughs> so where does flabbergasted say? Yeah. When, when are you flabbergasted? Yeah. For sure, I've been flabbergasted several times in my life because well, I, I am a huge. Count. I, well, that's not true. Um, I, I count. Oh, do you uh, remember that one online. time, Brett, you were drinking and the coaster stuck to your yeah. glass? Honestly, you were like, flabbergasted. Well, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was not flummoxed. I was, I was flabbergasted. No, I, um, big, my wife and I are big magic fans. So we go see a lot of magic and we see a lot of close up magic. Oh, okay. And at oh, the same time, Shaquille O'Neal, Anthony Hardaway. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time, we're usually, uh, inebriated and sometimes high and that, can take you from a regular surprise to definitely oh. flabbergasted about how something was done. Right. Mm -hmm. I take everything back. That is a hundred percent right. That's a good, I, I was actually flabbergasted at the Penn and Teller show I saw several years ago because I was like that. What I just saw was impossible. It's not possible. <laughs> and it's, it makes you flabbergasted because they tell you, this is how we do the trick. Right. And then they do the trick and you still can't figure it out. And that is, then you're like, well, this is, fla I'm flabbergasted. Mm -hmm. Because you know they told you, and you still can't figure it out. I don't. I I very much enjoy magic. I don't think I'm ever flabbergasted. Like to me, it's never that level of impressive. What I'm more impressed by, because I always know there's a trick. Like I always know it's like yeah. I don't know what it is, but That's it's true. something. But I think what I'm flabbergasted by, or maybe the only times I've been flabbergasted, is by physical, uh, like a compilation of physical feats, usually in the form of like Cirque du Soleil or something. Like if I see one of those shows, then I'm like. There's one guy doing a handstand on one arm while like with his legs spinning a woman who's like <laughs> curled in a ball. And by that, I'm, I, when I see that, I'm like that. That's what I'm flabbergasted. I'm like, how the fuck does a human body do that? How do you ever learn you have that skill? How do you not like break 30 people before you get the hang of it? Like <laughs> this, that to me is more impressive than magic where it's like, I know something's going on. So you have to be surprised and impressed. 
to be flat so. it there has to be so. an element of surprise of an unexpected something i guess yeah let's like, go around can you win the lottery and be flabbergasted i think so when you hear sure. the new, when you see the yeah. numbers yeah. being called well, yeah. you're yeah. kind of more like in that. shock though i don't know, know. you can't be flabbergasted like how the what the i the what the right isn't that couldn't that be a flabbergast Maybe. Well, here's what we're going to do. This is our, uh, okay. we're bringing a new segment called Flabbergast. Where we're each going to guess, we're going to go around uh, in a circle and we're going to each going to guess what the perfect noise is, not oh. non verb. There's no words okay. uh, to to convey flabbergasted. I'll go first since I started this. <laughs> <clears throat> Here we go. Do you need a prompt or something? Do you want to? Oh, wanna... Matt, that would be great. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, good. I got one real quick. I oh, you got it. one? Go, go, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, you see the needle never pierce the balloon. <gasps> that was, okay. can I just say, that was really hard to do because that's magic. <laughs> and I specifically said, so I specifically said, I, I'm still an amazing actor, so I was able to pull it off. It was, but yeah. I, also, I also sounded like, what I didn't want to do is sound like a Super Saiyan. I didn't want to sound like Vegeta going, oh, 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 right. or some sort of, uh, you know. Um, like that's a what video I did game effort. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Brett, you fucked me. Let's go. Brett, why don't you go next? Adel, I will okay. say, it, it sounded a little bit like you had the vapors. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Well, this is a ter- terrible timing because I have consumption and the vapors. I just went to the doctor. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. I said I have doctor, every doctor, old-timey disease. So, Brett, why don't you go next, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a prompt. Okay. Mr. Lyons, uh, I think it's been fairly obvious for the past couple of years, but I am here as a doctor to tell you medically that is not your baby. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, a goose came in. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> That's why we don't have doctor's offices on the lake. <sighs> see, I, 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 see, I couldn't react to it because... <laughs> <laughs> the prompt was honestly so bad. I mean, that's terrible news to hear. That's not anything I'd be flabbergasted. About. I'd be destroyed. So hold on, Brett. Do we add this to the list? Over two on prompts. Do we add this to the list? Do add what? Your prompts to flabbergasted stuff? To the list, Brett. The list you of can things add to the list. you hate you more than anything. I didn't like okay. It. All right. Well, All right. between okay, so, Rob or Matt, that's okay. that's who's left. Matt, who's I will. Gonna... Uh, Matt, I'll give you a prompt. Okay. okay, great. I don't know if you know this, but. Uh, you can actually buy your own candy. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I call bullshit. Is that a word? Is it too wordy? No, here's the problem, Matt. It's, it was perfection, but that's also the noise you make constantly as Usador. <laughs> that's very true, but he's constantly flabbergasted, so that makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Huh? It's just that. Okay, Rob, I got a prompt for okay. you. Okay. Um, I cleared my throat to be flabbergasted appropriately. Okay. Hey. Hey, Rob, can you come over here for a second? There's someone I wanted to introduce yeah. you to. Mm-hmm. Sure. I just wanted to introduce you to your own ghost. <laughs> Was that the ghost? That's not yeah. like the ghost. Yeah, you, that I don't know. I feel like yeah, I would be speechless. Now what sound do you make when you meet the ghost? No, I think the ghost was freaked out. You didn't have any stuff in your cubicle. Uh, just to hand out awards, <laughs> I will say Matt is the only one who gave yeah. a prompt that was worthy of being flabbergasted. So mm-hmm. Matt, you win the round by having mm-hmm. the best prompt. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank because, you. Because that was a needle and balloon. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. What's the matter with that? Sorry. I would just go, huh? Sorry. I didn't give you the, and now I will attempt to balance on my penis while ah. a plate spins out of my asshole. Dracula. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Dracula? <laughs> Please, could you Dracula. lower the lights in the room? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. 
please do not be alarmed. A Dracula is loose in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm really trying to think of it. I don't know a time that I've actually been flabbergasted, but there was one time I watched a Robin Williams movie and I was really flabbergasted. No. <laughs> I hate that I love that. Oh, I'll, I'll also say, I'd say like what humans are capable in terms of like physical feats or whatever this. I'll also say the other thing that I've maybe been flabbergasted by is like vistas, like being being in like Switzerland and seeing a view yeah. of or being in Iceland mm -hmm. and being like, oh, I need to pull over the car because this is one of the most beautiful images I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And just standing there in awe of just being like, holy cow, I can't believe this is. Yeah, fjord gasted. What's that now? Fjord gasted. Okay. <laughs> Say okay, it one more right. time. <laughs> fjord gasted. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Um, Matt, I should say, Brett was recently, speaking of Dracula's, he was bitten by the Swedish chef, so he's slowly. What <laughs> <laughs> um, are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this room is a little dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty. <laughs> I'll have the salsa verde, <laughs> salsa verde. <laughs> um, Matt, I will, I will now be very aware in my life as I continue, hopefully, that, uh, of when I am maybe flabbergasted and i'll try and remember what noise i make matt what is your yeah. word that you've brought today to the word association uh the word that i'm bringing today is the word feast Ooh! immediately the first thing that pops in my head and i don't want it to be i picture the huge dude who's like he's like triple hagrids and he's wearing like a green velvet robe and he has a wreath in his hair and he's one of the ghosts of christmas he's the ghost of christmas something present okay from muppet christmas carol well I think well, it's from Charles. Any Davis. any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them have that guy. Uh, no, I think it's from the Murphits. The Murphits. But I feel like he always has like a, a feast around him, right? Or maybe he says the word feast, but I don't know I, why that popped in my head without me. Sort I of think trying. that is like the most classical interpretation of that yeah. character. Yeah. No, I, that's a that makes sense that that would be the thing you think of. I think, you know, another word for gout could be a feast infection. <laughs> right <laughs> but um i i it is interesting oh, to think about God. like with feasting it feels like that was a really to sell a sell there weren't parties it was like, let's throw it let's have a feast let's mm -hmm. have a feast that was at a certain time that was like a really big deal to just eat all i imagine a very like like a medieval castle with one long table Mm -hmm. And yeah. there's like multiple turkeys on there and like big, uh, you know, cakes and all that stuff. I, that's what I, when you think mm -hmm. feast, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, that huge yeah. thing. Now, usually I think yeah, it's on one table. Kentucky Fried Chicken. I would never describe it this way now, but is Thanksgiving a feast? That's a good, depends. I, depends on. It could be, I guess. Yeah. I think some people can really go for it with Thanksgiving. So it really is a feast. Here's well, a I huge mean, it, spread. It dates back to it was a feast, you know. I think its origins are that it was a large feast between the pilgrims and the Indians. So I think in its origins, it's there. I think it depends on quantity and also quality. Because if you go, I've been to like Thanksgiving uh, uh, dinners or something where it's like there's a turkey, but then it's also like there's a bag of marshmallows. Yeah. There's somebody brought like double stuff Oreos. <laughs> right. yeah, There's yeah, like yeah, whatever yeah, else. And you're yeah, like, this yeah. is not a feast. No, no, no. Yeah. no. So you it has to be quality as well. 
you can have a whole shit ton of Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a feast. Not a feast. Well, a vending machine is not a feast. I don't know, though. See, I, I mean, I think it's if it's uh, if the meal stated is done right, then I think it could be a feast. So I think if you were like, we're getting Taco Bell, we're getting this, this, this and it's done right, and it's not a hodgepodge of stuff, I think you can call that a feast. Is there a fast food that has feast? I feel like there must be, right? Lobster like a- feast. Is that one? I was trying to think if there was like <laughs> no, something like a, fe- a feast I think pack KFC, or a... I think KFC Was has... there something? I feel like there yeah, must be, I but I can't think like of anything. A, like it was the Colonel's Feast, I think. Uh, McDonald's had that feast or famine promotion where you came in and you just <laughs> spun a wheel and you got either something or nothing. <laughs> the best <laughs> promo. She would gently ever. roast yeah. you. Yeah. You, you got a Big Mac, you got Big Mac oh. or you got a copy of uh, Grapes of Wrath. And people like, oh, is... would give you. She would give you a cake and you cut into it. And you're like, that's it's solid. And she'd be like, not a cake. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you eat too much at Thanksgiving, do you then have the mark of the feast around your mouth? Maybe. Absolutely. Maybe. You yeah, do. for sure. And if you get a little drunk, we play Gloria Stefan's Get On Your Feast. Wow, Rob, I do th- Matt, you brought in a great word that literally <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> just trying to play off of so hard. It's all puns. I think it's like the food itself, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, when you say a feast, it doesn't require action. Like people don't have to consume, like if everyone's at the table eating, is that the feast? Or is the feast the potential oh. held within the dishes? The spread. Uh, the, in my mind, the feast is the event because you could be feasting, I suppose, yeah, as a yeah, verb. Yeah. Um, is that a verb in that to context? Feast? I think well, so. That's, Matt, that's interesting because I've read, I think a lot of like, you know, obviously George R.R. R. Martin or other fantasy authors. I feel like I've seen passages that are like, I feasted upon his, his I feasted upon his flesh, which to me, uh, unfortunately now indicates it can just be one person eating anything. And maybe it's like the energy or the zeal behind it mm. that is it distinguishes what a feast is. Not necessarily uh, to a point where it's gluttonous, but it's almost like right before gluttony, where you've, 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 if you've had a lot, you've feasted on it, but obviously too much, and now you become gluttonous. Mm. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, th- I think it is, it's all about context, right? It's, it's, the, it's the event but it is also the intent of, of yeah. the oh, that, and consumer. Matt, that's a great slogan. It's I the, really it's like the that. the event and the whatever. The that's other great. I mean, put that in the commercial <laughs> and have Diane Feast. It's recorded. You can read it. Diane Feast. Was Diane Weast reference? Yeah, put it in nice. Diane Feast. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. we all knew it. We were all She's there still with yeah. us, right? I think so. Yeah, she yeah. better be. She hopes um, so. Oh, she, yeah. She was just in whoever... Created Yellowstone. He had a show with uh, Hawkeye in it, and that and she was the mom. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, speaking of uh, feast infection, which is absolutely what to call gout. I remember first hearing about gout probably early college or something, and people were like, "Oh, it's like when you get a buildup of crystals in your feet, and it's like what kings used to get, and it's like mm-hmm. because you eat so richly, because you feast so well, mm-hmm. you get crystals in your foot, and that's gout." And I remember whoever was telling me about it, or wherever I learned it, was definitely like this disease is very rare because people don't eat that way anymore. Right. And then moving to Chicago and immediately, immediately meeting and befriending two people who both had gout. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> and you know what? I think it's because they ate too much like deli meat. I, too much like rich pastrami. Yeah, cured I don't know. Yeah, I've salty. never known yeah. anyone in my life who ever got in the gout. And the same thing. And then I met yeah. two people. And they just had gout offs all the time. They're like, how are you feeling? Like, gout flare ups. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had flare ups of gout. Huh. 
Um, I think Jason blamed his on shrimp. I think he said he ate so much shrimp that that, that is what he think pushed it over the edge. Yeah, uh, maybe. Shrimp. I don't, yeah. I think it's like, yeah, like cold cuts and. Yeah, yeah. But and kids alcohol. were eating cold cuts and alcohol, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's if a you combination back, of things. It's a, it's a whole yes. lifestyle. It's it not is a like, lifestyle. Yeah. It's I a lifestyle. Like it's a kid to like, yeah. can't be like, oh, Club I got out the shrimp. Like... I'm all good now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sedentary, and yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely yeah. habits. If you go back and look at old timey cookbooks or like medieval menus or something, mm-hmm. it's the most insane fucking shit you've ever seen. Please go back and should I Google one right now? Medieval yes. menu. You mean like the the recipe itself, or just like the spread? Yeah, for the a recipes. Dinner? It's like how many cups, dude? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it doesn't say. Ten, no, no, yeah. I'm joking. Oh. It's a lot a of furlong, like a furlong of sugar. Yes, it's a lot of like antelope um, heart stuffed with the oh. minced meat of a hare. Prepared oh, I mean, that with makes sense because I feel like they were they were not wasting stuff. anything back then. Yeah. But it's just like bonker shit where it's like we've absolutely it's gotten to the point where obviously we don't even talk about those dishes anymore. Right, it's like right. those should never be made again. Well, now oh, we have sure. the uh, we got a recipe according to medievalrecipes.com. <laughs> uh, somebody, banquet- somebody, somebody at home right now is like, <gasps> Gary, Gary, a hit. We have a hit on the page. <laughs> Banquets uh, comprise several courses, a starter, some kind of pottage, which I don't oh, know what that is. Me neither. Uh, Sounds like something that was probably just served in a pot. Open that in a new link real quick and see what we got. Porridge kind of thing. Types of pottage. The daily staple for just about everyone in medieval times was pottage, especially uh, it was a broth in which meat and or vegetables were boiled, then chopped meat, herbs, and pulses added. There's a lot of shit I don't understand in this. Seems like it was pre-stew, pre-stew era. Sounds like stew kind of oatmeal combo. Uh, An array of the second course was an array of medieval meat. And fish dishes such as venison, wild boar, salmon, and pike. The okay. main course was exotic presentations of unusual birds, Here we such go. as Here we swans go. and peacocks. Oh my and god! Some, people eating peacocks. Have some more unusual bird. <laughs> what was the, also, let's do, get you think, dessert. do you think they? Do you think they called it pottage until one day they were like, "Hey, Stu, what did you make?" And he goes, "I don't fucking know. I put it all in a pot." And they go, "Stu." <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> That's history. Dessert was savory and sweet tarts and pastries. Medieval desserts were surprisingly varied. Ice cream was not, note, ice cream was not a medieval dessert. Who was thinking that? Who was so I that? Created okay. this, so on, I created on, this on. medieval, I'm, you gotta let me read this, this okay. is nuts. Okay, okay. <laughs> note, ice cream was not a medieval dessert. So I created this medieval ice cream recipe for anyone wanting to stage a 21st century medieval banquet. Final okay. course, candied fruit and cheese. Okay, so this I'm, is an exact I'm, replica of a of a menu from medieval times, except they added ice cream because they know you have to have ice cream. Wait, from I, medieval times, the dinner and tournament restaurant no, or the no, actual no. time yes. period? No, uh, medieval-recipes.com. I, I really was hoping that she had to put that note in there because people were always saying, but what about medieval ice cream? She'd be like, look, <laughs> it wasn't a thing. Look, get off my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's So I looked up as well, because uh, that was there was one or two weird things, but for the most part, that was fine. Beaver tails with fish in the middle. So it's like beaver uh, fish, fish wrapped in, in beaver middle? tails. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. What else do we have here? Uh, this is a terrible sight. Uh, roasted peacocks adorned in their own feathers and live pies, which consisted of pastry stuff with live frogs, uh, served to keep dinner guests delighted and entertained oh. all night long. Oh. Um, wait. So wait. So did they eat any part of it, or was it just like we opened it up and frogs, they were just jumped frogs out and we all jumping fucking around? Laughed. Like- 
I honestly think I was just flabbergasted by live pies with frogs in it. <laughs> I, I think, I, I, was just, I, think well. I was just flabbergasted. I mean, it's shocked that these people didn't live past 3540. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have TV. Like, That's if true. the four of us didn't have TV, and in the last 20 years, I bet one of us would have baked an animal into a pie and served it to the other one. Yeah, but I wouldn't bake a, I would never call it a live pie and be like, I baked this pie, and then I put a live animal in it after I baked it. A uh, roasted cat was served. Singing uh, chicken, which I don't... Singing uh, chicken? Uh, what it does was that even mean? It's called singing chicken. It was prepared by tying the bird's neck with quicksilver and ground sulfur, which when the bird was reheated, made it sound like it was singing. Oh. <laughs> they, guys, they were just bored. It's You're okay. Right. <laughs> uh, lampreys. Um, if you've ever seen a lamprey, oh boy, they look terrifying. Um, yeah, they're very they weird. Would, they would bake those. Sheep penis. Well, that's actually pretty common. Yeah, let's, think, let's yeah, blow past yeah. that. Suck down some of those. I think the uh, lamb. I think the lamb. A lamb was praying that it didn't have his penis cut off. <laughs> uh, they had a dish called garbage. Garbage was made from chicken's head, feet, chicken feet, chicken livers, chicken gizzards, which were stewed in a broth with pepper, cinnamon, cloves, mace, parsley, and sage, and then bread served with ginger, verjuice, salt, and saffron. That's basically just like a dump cake mm-hmm. that so, we make now. So did the word garbage exist as a food first? And then we started being like, well, that's a pile of crap in the corner. That's just like the garbage we usually eat. Yeah, I think there was, was a guy was... whose name, there was a guy named Garbage. Oh, God. And he like, he's like, I put all this shit together. In a, Stu's in a cousin. And like, Stu's Garbage, Stu. I do like the idea of someone be like, mm, what is this, garbage? And they're like, yes, it is. Thank you so much. You're like that. Ooh, that is garbage. And then one day someone was like, let's change the like the cadence of how we say this. Oh, I just love eating your hot garbage. Yeah. Uh, helmeted, uh, helmeted cock, a variation on cockatrice. The helmeted cock was prepared by mounting a bird adorned with coats of armors that honored the noble ladies and lords present onto a pig. So they would roast the pig, seat a cock on top of it with armor and a little flag, <laughs> like it was riding around the roast pig. Oh. I mean, why aren't we doing that with a turduncan now? We we should just take a Tur- turkey. Duncan, is that a turkey stuff with Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> America runs. Uh, America runs from Dunkin'. <laughs> uh, honestly, I've been calling it turduncan this whole time, oh, and I've not been calling great. it turduncan. I realize now. <laughs> Brett, ba- bless your fucking heart, because from now on, I am having. Tur-Duncan. I'm serving turduncan during. <laughs> it's just a turkey stuff with munchkins. Yeah. Munchkins, and then I, I'm gonna have one of those boxes of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Oh, amazing! Uh, there's a, a bunch feast. of other weird ones, but I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. I feel, nothing's gonna deep. top. I, I can't gonna, imagine they're gonna get much weirder. I mean, how nothing's can they gonna, get weirder than those? Yeah, than a than a chicken in a in a knight's armor riding a roasted pig. <laughs> I think the chicken <laughs> singing so one is honestly the weirdest to make. Oh, like, oh, oh, weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Also with the stuff, how does, I, I mean, I kind of understand the chicken on top of the pig. Like you're making a little tableau. You're like, oh, look the way I'm present. It's presentation, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's like medieval this, Paula Dean came up with it. Yeah, right. But the singing one, it's like, who was the first person who was like, let's tie something around this chicken's neck. See if it makes a sound. Like, what fucking asshole. They're just, yeah, you so, know. Someone's like, hey, cooking is boring. <laughs> yes, make these dishes sing. I do think. I gotta say, I gotta hand it to it. I used to be disgusted and grossed out by that. That's why I brought it up. But reading that article, people used to have a lot more fun feasting. It's true. That yeah. is. We, that, we just we that beats just, a yeah. bag of double stuffed Oreos. More some sort of gained. lesson here about 
the accessibility of food and the gluttonous nature well, of our but society. But if you think about it, but... if you similar to our first word, if you've been to a carnival lately, they're doing some pretty wild stuff. They're, yeah, that's true. Guys, deep we frying, could go to the carnival. They're deep frying. They're deep frying Oreos. The, next summer, let's let's go to carnivals. Let's travel around, make some live pies. Just have a sign Ooh. that says live pies. <laughs> live pies. They're like, what is it? This is a. And they're like, did the frogs fall off? Are these liver pies? No. It's like, you tell me. Um, we're going to, uh, Brett, we're going to have you recap the show in just a minute here, but we do have to, uh, I just need to do one thing. Um, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, and we'll, we can cut this out, but I'm just making a quick phone call to Medieval Times here. Uh, give me one second. It's ringing. It's ringing. Hello. You've reached Medieval Times dinner and tournament. Open Wednesday through Saturday. Manager. You want to talk to a manager? Yes. Hold on a second. I'll stop dragging my feet and go get him. I really had to work dragon in there. I don't think there's dragons at the show. Uh, this is Glenn. Hey, Glenn. Uh, hi. I dined with you all last Sunday, and I just wanted to great. Uh, Thanks for coming. Thing. We hope you were you were the real king of the whole evening. Uh, no, actually, the uh, I tried to get a, a rose from the night, but they ignored me. Um. I just want to let you know, I just read an article that says ice cream was not served in medieval times. Uh, my family and I were served mm-hmm. a Sunday at the mm-hmm. end of the uh, course at the, uh, of the meal. Um, and I do want to know if you're going to, what we're going to do about that. What are we going to do about that, Glenn? Well, the next time you come in, uh, I'll, can I have you, if you give me your email address at the end of this conversation, I'll send you a special voucher to get a singing chicken, which is where we throttle mm. a chicken right in front of you at the table. How's that sound? You fucking asshole. I'm listening. Well, up and, well, hold on. Up until the asshole part, you had me. Why did you do that? You soured the deal. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna come out to your table personally and choke a chicken right in front of you. What do you think of that? It, masturbate? Is that what you're saying? No, I literally a chicken. I'm gonna choke it right in front of your kids. Come on, man. Hey, listen. I just wanted to provide. A Have you ever good watched time. a chicken die? No. Turn tape over. Oh, this is a recording. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> Brett, why don't we hear what's playing on the other side of that tape? Well, on the other side of that tape, you know, we are very appreciative that uh, Matt came and came on the podcast today, and hopefully he had a wonderful carnival of laughs, of course, and hopefully when he sits down later tonight and puts his ice-cold drink on a coaster, it doesn't stick, and I hope when it doesn't stick, he's flabbergasted as to why it doesn't, because we talked about that, and then maybe he goes into his little refrigerator I don't know. I mean, he might have a regular <laughs> size refrigerator. Size Why does it have to be little? I don't know. It's just, it's just, and then, but he pulls out a big feast, maybe Ooh. a drumstick or a turkey leg or something that he's waiting. And he said, you know what? Tonight's the night. Tonight's Matt's night. And then he calls the other Matt Young he knows and he says, hey, Matt, it's me. And he goes, who? And he goes, it's Matt Young. And he goes, and? It's the middle of the night. It's Australia, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, that turkey he eats is uh, brined overnight in Dunkin' Donuts cold brew, <laughs> making it a turducken. Ooh, uh, before be before uh, oh, we say goodbye, Google says, I don't find net worth. And I checked it. This says podcaster from Chicago. Oh. $2 million. Whoa. I don't. I'm going to have And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nail on the fucking head. What? I am, I am what? so fucking rich. I huh? am. Wow. Bursting at the seams. And, and this is the only one that you doesn't have, have a quilt draped behind you. It doesn't really scream wealthy. <laughs> this, this is the only one that doesn't have an approximation. It doesn't say like 250000 to $2 million. It just says straight up $2 million. So it turns out I don't need this podcast. <laughs> turns out I'm rich as fuck. So this will be the last episode. Matt, before we go huh. uh, and in this last episode, is there anything you would like to plug, promote, recommend, anything at all? 
Oh, uh, well, I do another podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern. Uh, huh? If you're listening to this podcast and you like Adel Rafai, uh, you'll you'll probably like that podcast too. Uh, and of course, uh, I perform sometimes live uh, with the Improvised Shakespeare Company in Chicago at the IO Theater. So uh, go to the website iochicago.com or ioimprov.com. I don't know the website. <laughs> and uh, I don't think they out, do either. Yeah, I, don't I, don't I think the greatest thing ever is that's been the consistent thing with IO for a million years. Anytime the host Dan like, and you can always visit the website at uh, IO Comedy. It. Yeah, just Google IO Theater. I love that. That's it's just never been a website that stuck with anybody. No. Yeah, I, I think it's ioimprov.com. Uh, I think so, too. Yeah. And you can also just Google Improvised Shakespeare to find out uh, when we're doing shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I hope and I pray that the next Improvised Shakespeare show you do, Matt, that you will bring up live pies in some degree. Yeah, yeah. I, and you know forget. what? Oh, yeah. Challenge accepted and no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, Adel, right? If uh, you have a word and you'd like to send it to us, please do so at twapod at gmail.com. Also, if you want to just tell us about a time you were flabbergasted or what you would put in the live pie or what your net worth is, please send the link to let us know. Uh, Rob, the reason I uh, didn't read the email is because I didn't know I was worth $2 million. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> I thought I was worth way less than that. But it, I, So I'm legit quitting the podcast. That's understandable. Emails, we're not going to read any emails anymore. So, all right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Last one. Yeah. The Word Association is Brett Lyons, Adel Rafai, and Rob White. The Word Association theme song was written and performed by Arnie Parrott. Editing was done by me, Julia W.D. Harrison. If you'd like to send a word or two along, please email the show at twapod at gmail.com. Because I remember one that was kind of looked like a UFO, and you would go inside, you would Gravitron. stand up. Against... Okay. And that's Megatron's wife?